The following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. Hello! There we go, baby. Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show, bringing you the good times in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. My lord. That was cool, dude. I love it. Jimmy dude, Star loves the echo. I just love echoes like that. I just, like, I'm so special. <laughs> <laughs> we want to welcome everybody to the show. Before I get started, let me introduce my cool co-host, starting off with the diva of cool, Drew Albright. Hey, cool people. Hey. Welcome to the show. There, and then we've got the cool cat of film, Churchill. What's up, Churchill? Hey, how's everybody doing out there? There you go. <laughs> hey, chat room people. Oh, yeah, we're going to say that hey, hey to them, too, in a minute. First, oh, we've got okay, to introduce sorry. Chad, the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Hello! I wanted to do it, too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Jimmy Starr. We want to thank you guys for, for tuning in to the Jimmy Starr Show. We want to give a big shout-out to everybody in this chat room. And uh, we want to say welcome back, Shelly. We missed you last week, and we're happy to see you. And also, hello to everybody in the chat room. And Sherry, Emily, thanks for all the cool tweets, babe. You rock. We have Sherry Emily in the chat room, and we also have Jessica Zayas, and, and she wants to do a shout-out to um, Thomas Churchill. She hey. says, Thomas, hopefully we'll be working together in the near future on a horrific screenplay. There you go. Hey. I Shout like that. Out. Hello, everybody. Like that Hi, Jessica. Yeah. Sherry, Shelly, everybody in the chat room. Yeah, and we want our cool people fans are the best. Absolutely. We, we have the yeah. best fans. Thomas, do you want some Echo, too? Oh, that would be nice. Let me let me hear once. Ready? Oh, go ahead. Pinocchio. Oh my god, I like that so much. <laughs> I seriously, I do. It's like so cool. Also, we want to give a shout out, and I don't even know if she's listening or not. But Kathy Garcia, hey she's Kathy, an awesome, awesome writer of a beautiful. My beautiful nightmare. 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 I'm. I don't know why. What, what, a beautiful mind. That must be a movie, right? Yeah. It was a movie. It okay. Was a shitty movie, that was, was a. <laughs> that was a shitty movie. I and, liked it. I have a, it on DVD. Okay. Shut up, Drew. <laughs> <laughs> but a beautiful nightmare is going to be a way better movie because it's written by Kathy Garcia. It's going to be directed by Thomas Churchill, and uh, and she did all these posts how she got a new phone that she could listen because she could download the app for W4CY and like listen to it. And listen to the show, so we think she might be listening. And if she's listening, we're just giving her a shout out. Yeah, basically, too, for all you guys with iPhones out there, we've got some apps. W4CY is coming soon with some apps for your iPhone. Um, but right now, you can just use your brow- browser on your phone. And or you, you go- can go and use the Live 365 app. Or you can use the Live 365 That's how I do it. I do. Like I want to give a shout now, out to now everybody out go, there because everybody's special. Okay, hang on. Now, if you do? go to w4cy.com on your phone, it redirects to a mobile site and it automatically streams yeah. live 365. So you just get the audio that way. And you know why they do that? 
Why? Because it's easier. Because W4C wives totally freaking badass. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's there right. You go. How does that work? And I, I said freaking instead of fucking. Oh, wow. well. <laughs> Take two. That's, W4C wives. That's so much fun. We have to meet our quota for the day. That's right. <laughs> We, we do. So we're hoping everybody's uh, having a good day. We're having a good day. We're very excited. We've got some great guests. Uh, we've got New York undercover police officer turned actor Izzy Ruiz, who we're going to call in a minute. And, Ruiz. Uh, Ruiz? Yes. Okay, Izzy Ruiz. Oh, I, I was saying Ruiz earlier, too. I was just he's, thinking. Of... He's Spanish, not French. <laughs> okay, Is thanks, that the Tom. difference? I don't know. I, uh, okay. Uh, now we, we, are, we stand corrected. We, Ruiz. Ruiz. Okay, I talked to him on the phone earlier today when he was on the streets of New York. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, and you don't want to like get on I this, guy's, get bad this guy's bad side. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, He's Mr. Awesome. Ruiz. <laughs> and, and, then we, uh, and then we have the Toxic Lab Rats. They're going to be Skyping in from Sweden. And then we got Roy Kneerim. Oh, my God, I pronounced his right name so good. From Soda FX, the Monster Man TV show, Soda FX. And he's just like an all-around badass dude. Yeah. I believe Cindy's going to be with him, too. Yes. Oh, good. I I, I should write that down so I don't forget her name when it comes on because I'm a retard. Cindy Miller, right? It's Cindy Miller? Yep. Yep, 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 I'll remember yep. it. Okay, Drew wrote it down just so I don't forget. So we want to thank everybody for tuning in. We want to say hey to everybody in the chat room. We also want to say you can hit the ITV button, and you can see me and Drew and Chad's finger. <laughs> 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 we're going to have a great time, and um, uh, we're going to start by calling our uh, first guest on Skype, and he's never Skyped before, so it's going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> you said that kind of tentatively, <laughs> which was funny. <laughs> It's going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> if it works. If it doesn't work, we'll just call him on a regular phone. Yeah, okay. Let's go. Cool. We're going to see how it works, though. See if, he can, if we can make it all Is he go. in New York, Tom? Yeah, he's in yeah. New York. Um, Hello. Yo, there he is. Hello, Izzy. Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. Hey, how are you guys? Good. Okay, so the Skype's working. Yeah, unfortunately, I can't see you, though. That's okay. You don't want to. We're so good looking, it might kill you. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, All right. so say your whole name for us, please. Is he? Uh oh. Did we lose him? Do we blow him out? We might have. Is he? Let's try and call him back. Is he come in? Is he there? Oh, uh, hey, oh, I got it. Is he? Is he there? <laughs> <laughs> for Shizzy. <laughs> All right, let's go back to him. Let's try it one more time. I, I don't know if that's we're how trying it works. to reconnect with Izzy. Okay, this is so much fun. As you guys Earth can tell, this is live. Tom. You guys can tell this is live radio. Absolutely, we wouldn't have it any other way. That's right. 155 countries. Just yeah. to let you know, I offered to call before the show started, people. I, okay, don't worry about that. <laughs> I know, it makes it more fun to see how it's like works. True. Yeah. We're having a good. Do we time want with Jeopardy music? Thing. Go, Thomas. All right. Gosh, that is so gay. <laughs> I thought it was Dude, good. Dude, not as gay Thomas as I posted that I watched Lifetime. <laughs> what What are you watching on Lifetime, Tom? Oh, the Quiet List. That's, oh, it's so hot. It's a great show. We have is, one of the stars. Is there a of lot of sex in show. it? Kind of. Is it like Sex in the City style sex, or? Uh, no, it's it's actually fun sex. It's a good show. It's hot, steamy, sexy. Yeah, I want to see it. I haven't seen it. It's, We're gonna have uh, one of the stars of that coming on soon. Izzy, are you back with us? We got some hiss. Izzy, 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 Izzy on or Izzy off? <laughs> Maybe we should just call him. Otherwise, you think? You yeah. Why don't we do that? Okay, let's call him. All right. So. 
In order to do that, I have to look into my phone and I have to find out when I called him earlier and I have to go over to to Chad. So oh, and whisper it. <laughs> okay, so tell me about the client list, Churchill, while Jimmy's doing his thing. Oh, well, uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt uh, works at this uh, massage parlor um, where Alicia Logano uh, works as well. She's going to be on the show as well, a good friend of ours. And, uh, and they kind of give extra... Tugs <laughs> to uh, to their Happy special clients, but it's a pretty good show. It's it's pretty good. I mean, I got into it just to watch it because I knew Alicia was on it, and then I kind of got hooked. Ah, that's cool. I know. I don't think anything less of you for watching Lifetime. Well, that's the only thing show. I'm going to watch on Lifetime. Actually, they actually showed a preview of the Blue Lagoon. I was thinking of watching it. It's a made-for-lifetime movie. Let me stop now. <laughs> <laughs> I get in, touch, get in touch with my feminine side. That's hilarious. Um, oh, there is another cool show called The Conversation, which uh, kind of this lady interviews uh, big actresses and models and all, and they talk about life and in-depth about relationships and and uh, favorite sex positions, all that fun stuff. And you kind of get in, uh, as a man, you kind of get in, in, in inside a, of a woman's mind, and you kind of know their likes and dislikes because, you know, you got to know that as a guy. Yeah, well, you could also ask like all the women that you're with, and they'll tell you, Tom. Well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I uh, think, um, I think uh, too, she's streaming on Hulu now, so that's how I'm going to watch the client list. Oh, Hulu? Yeah. yeah. And so that yeah. way you could watch it on Hulu, and then you don't actually have to watch it, quote-unquote, on Lifetime. Yeah, yeah. You could, it's like a little loophole. You could get around that. Hey, Izzy, are you here? Yeah, it just keeps getting cut off for some reason. Don't know why. Okay, we hear you clear as a bell right now, actually. He's there. Okay, Jimmy Star is coming back. Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. You're live on the air. Hey, Izzy, so were all our hang-ups and dropping you or whatever else went on. It was all live, too. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> okay. At least he's laughing. That's good. <laughs> So we want to welcome you to the Jimmy Star Show, and before we get started, with all the wonderful drama that we've had, we want to introduce you to all my cool co-hosts, starting off with the diva of cool, Drew Albright. Izzy, welcome! We were saying earlier, like, we want to make sure we're on your good side. Uh, Always, always. Because you look like a BAMF. That's a badass mofo. (laughs) (laughs) BAMF. I like that. That's from Dane Cook. Okay, I like that. that. (laughs) And then we've got our cool cat of film Skyping in from Los Angeles, Mr. Thomas Churchill. What's up, my brother? How are you? What's up, Tommy? How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. How's things? Good? Not too bad. Not too bad. I thought you'd be back in New York by now. Man, soon. Soon. Oh, my God. (laughs) Listen to the accents when you two talk with each other. (laughs) What? The the, the real New York accents that come out? Yeah, the real New York accents are coming out. I love it. Yeah. Izzy, how the fuck are you, huh? I'm amazing, man. Feeling good. You know, retirement's doing very well by me, so. Yeah, I caught you on Blue Blood. You look fucking cool. Oh, did you? I I didn't even see that one, believe it or not. Yeah. I like that show. But I love your performance in Emerging Past. 
<laughs> but we'll talk about that a little bit. We're going to go back to that because I didn't finish making my introductions. We got the man behind the boards who keeps dropping you, Mr. Chad Murphy. It's all my fault. <laughs> oh, just blame Chad. Thank you. We got to have some kind of scapegoat. Asshole. <laughs> it was Woody. Woody did it. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm Jimmy Starr, and we want to welcome you to the Jimmy Starr Show. We're very happy to have you. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. I actually really like your voice. Really? Yeah, I think your voice is cool. Like, like it just <laughs> well, Believe cool. it or not, this wasn't my voice always. It was after 9-11 that I got this voice. Okay. Oh. Is that from, like, inhaling dust, the dust stuff? Uh, yeah, if you want to call it dust, it was more glass than anything. But. Okay. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, now you, like, sound really badass, so, like, oh. something good came out of it. <laughs> You can play all those gritty roles. I mean, I mean, let's talk a little bit about you. First of all, I want to say anybody wants to find out more info- information about Izzy, you can go to Izzy. How do you pronounce your last name? Ruiz or Ruiz, either way. Okay, see Tom. See Tom. <laughs> I, said uh, I said Ruiz, and he told he me Ruiz. Ruiz. So I said you're Puerto Rican, not I mean you're Spanish, not French. It's the same thing. It doesn't make a difference. Okay, good. As long as they say Izzy, right? There you go. That's I just the most think your name one. is so cool. Like, is that like your real name? Actually, no, it's short for Ismail. Okay. Um, unfortunately, when I was a kid, uh, most of the nuns used to call me Ishmael. Oh, and yeah. I kind of got annoying, and that's basically the name that stuck for a while. So if you don't know how to pronounce my name, I prefer you use Izzy. I just like Izzy. I think like it's the coolest name ever. Like I, w- I just freaking love it. Izzy is good for branding. Like For an actor, that is a cool actor's name. Like Nobody yeah. will forget that. I think so. I too. had that problem in, in school too. I was usually called dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> What's it like work? So, so I have lots of questions. Actually, <laughs> <Wow>. fuck you. <laughs> we love each other. We think that yep, we're, yep. we're all so cool. It's not even funny. We like to have a good time. We're very happy to have you on the show. I think it's super cool that that you were an undercover police officer. You're retired now. You're an actor, and like, like how would that that had to be? It's kind of like you went backwards. You know, you would think you would need to take acting lessons to be like an undercover police officer and you went like the other way around like you're so good at it that you turned it into a career <laughs> no actually no i was uh when i was in college i actually took dr- uh, theater up in ithaca college uh I sh- not even take the course i actually auditioned for a few plays and and shows they were doing and i just got into it and i enjoyed it so much but you know how people discourage you about how actors don't make anything how hard it is and right. so on and so forth well that took its course and i said you know what I need a job. I don't want to work forever. So I became a cop. Awesome. Yeah. And how was that being an undercover cop? And we should just say, like, too, like in your bio, it's like you came from the streets, like the mean (laughs) streets, like during the time, like in the 80s and stuff where it really was like mean streets. So even for you to, like, come out of that and even to just become a cop, it was like a feat in and of itself. Yeah, it was. I mean, you can go back to the 70s when I was a kid. Uh, people dying in front of me was just part of life, and it was nothing you know, out of the ordinary for me. Mm. All I knew was that every time somebody died in front of me, I got a free trip out of it to Puerto Rico, so that was pretty cool. <laughs> 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 I'm glad you didn't get a gun and start shooting people to get trips to Puerto Rico. <laughs> <laughs> my mo- that's my mother's psychology. You know, She says, you know what? This guy just saw something, something in Puerto Rico, he'll forget about it. Puerto Rico! Uh-huh. <laughs> I think that's cool. I mean, yeah. I think it's cool, and I just think the whole thing is cool. So how long were you actually a police officer? 20 years. And so you can retire after 20 years when you're a police officer? Now, back then, they're changing that. Okay. Yeah, but at my, when I got in, it was 20 years, and I 
Okay. Did we lose him? No, no I'm, he's there. I'm here. Yeah, he's fading in and out for some reason. We're not yeah. sure why, but we're happy you're there. Is he using the speakers or you got a headset? No, I, I'm using the iPad. Oh, the iPad. Maybe turn down the volume a little bit to where you can just hear us enough. That's a good idea. Could be jumping off the walls. Okay. How do you like the iPad? I want one. I love it. <laughs> love it. I use one as a coastie here at work, at home. Oh my. <laughs> <laughs> I think that okay, works. How's that? Better? Oh, yeah, much that's better. good. Yeah. Um, so, so you enjoyed being a cop, and in the back of your head, you're always thinking like, I'm going to be an actor when I'm not being a cop, or did you do, try and do both at the same time? I did, I did. I, uh, well, actually, I started, um, I actually ran into, um, I, I don't know if you know the name, David Zayas. He's a cop who's an actor. I actor. love he's him. Who was a cop. He's the guy on Dexter. Years. He's, and, he's uh, a cop on he Dexter. He did very that... well that he, he was afforded to, you know, he was able to retire at 15 years. But he got on Oz, that show, and he was doing very well on that. And from there, his career just took off. He's, like, he pointed, huh? he's like the Latin cop on Dexter that dated the chief. The oh, okay. Like, yeah. I freaking love him. He is so smooth, and he was on Oz, and he's been on, like, a million things. He was but... in The Expendables. He was the uh, the dictator. Oh, yeah. Yes. That's yes. right. I knew yes. you would know him, like, by face, maybe yeah, not by name. Him. but I know him now. He... He is awesome, and I, I think my favorite one is him on Dexter because he's, like, so kind and smooth, and he's playing a cop, and, it you know, it all works. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Okay, yeah, so, so he, go ahead. He pointed me in the right direction, basically, to the uh, William Esper, who is basically one of the best teachers in New York City for acting, and he's amazing. He woke me up even more than I thought. I thought I knew what acting was until I met this man. Then I, I felt like a complete idiot. And I was like, wow, I, I, knew, I knew nothing. So from there it was history. I started taking the acting classes and just following my dream and still trying to do it, you know, struggling and hustling. That's all I can do. What was one of the things that William Esper, like, told you or stood out to you that stands out to you to this day? Oh, he, what I did like about him was as soon as he knew I was a cop, he appreciated that in a way, I guess. And he took it in and he told me, but I want you to forget. Because I was a ba- basic, basically a black canvas for him. A, nothing. I knew nothing according to him, which was good. Because most of the students he gets are already trained actors and people who have been on television, on stage and all this. So I was able to share with these people. But he told me one day I was doing a scene and I lost myself in it. I, it became real for me. And... Everybody told me, it wasn't he that told me, but everybody in the class told me, that's real acting right there. And when I heard that from other people's moms, I was like, wow, I did that? <laughs> so I remember that the most. And did you have those experiences too, like when you were undercover? Because uh, we should say like you were decorated, got the Medal of Valor, um, mm-hmm. and were known for being such a good undercover cop. And most of your time was undercover because you could you know, fit into all the situations and you did everything from white collar crime, playing businessmen to like buying drugs on the street. Yeah. Yeah. I did. I forget. I forget who I was when I was doing the, when I was actually doing the undercover work at times I've been arrested, believe it or not, while I was doing undercover work. So I was doing very well. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. That is cool as shit. That is cool as shit. I guess you have to let them take you away and then you say, Hey dude, I'm a cop, but Actually, I don't say anything. Once I get to the precinct, the sergeant comes in who, you know, he, because I wear a wire. 
and throughout the thing, they're hearing everything I'm, that's going on. Oh. Yeah, wow. so, I mean, I've done, I've been in situations where I was accused of beating up a woman. And uh, if it wasn't for that wire, I probably would have been arrested for real because of that, so. Wow. Yeah, Very she accused me. A lot mm -hmm. of people make shit up. Yeah. Oh, you have no idea. I mean, I, it's amazing. And, and in time, later on, when, it, when technology got better, I started wearing video cameras. And I was actually wearing a video camera while I was buying food stamps from the bodegas in the corner stores. I was sell selling food stamps to them, like, you know, 70, 30 for $100 in food stamps. They would give me back $70. So we would catch this on video. Wow, that is so interesting. All you criminals out there, like, <laughs> shit's high tech. Watch out. Like. That's why I like this guy. This guy is so fucking real. I love him. Thank you. Thank you. I think that only, like, adds to acting, you know, it personally. I, it's just, I mean, I don't know who doesn't like acting. It's fun. It's You get to be somebody else, and if you really take it serious, you, for that one day or for that one period of time, you're somebody else. And if you can actually do that for real and forget who you are for a little while, all your problems disappear. Then you have new problems, which is <laughs> whatever you bring on. <laughs> you know? So it's you, awesome. So you've done, like, you've done television, film, and you also do, like, theater. Tell us, like, like how does theater differ from the others for you? Oh, theater is amazing. It's just uh, every time you do it, it's different. I mean, I had one when I had the lead. Uh, it was an amazing play by an amazing. He was by player um, Maya Ribolo, Maya Ribolo. That's his name, Maya Ribolo. And I played this character called Sonny. And in one of the situations, I had a blackout. I, I, I literally in the beginning of the play, I blacked out for a few seconds, and I forgot everything. I didn't know my lines. I didn't know where the hell I was. I don't know what the hell was going on. I don't know what brought that on. But next thing you know, I'm there for a good 15 seconds, I mean 15 minutes, making a fool of myself because I knew nothing. It wasn't, if it wasn't for the female actress who came in, and thank God it was the first show. So it was okay. It was only like five people in the audience. <laughs> <So> <laughs> but my God, I was so embarrassed. But I recovered. It was awesome because I recovered. And it got me angry. And the next day I came in and made it like I, I, I rocked it. And the audience was, wow, that was an amazing show you did. And that time the audience was packed. So it felt good that, that I recovered. I didn't panic and I didn't ruin it the next day. You know what I mean? Awesome. Yeah. Because yes. some people would just get stopped in their tracks, you know, yeah. once you kept on going. Well, if it wasn't for the actress, I probably wouldn't have. But for some reason, something clicked at that moment when she said her lines. And then I remembered my lines, which was, wow. But that happens. I've, I've heard stories from other actors, I mean, well-known actors, and they tell me, Izzy, it happens many, many times. And the secret is to improvise. And I tried to improvise. I just couldn't. <laughs> they, the, the guy that was with me were young actors, so they didn't know any better. They didn't catch <laughs> on to my improvisation. You know, I was trying to improvise, and they couldn't come on. All they knew was the lines. Got it. L yeah, let me so help I, you with that a little bit. Like what you should say when you say like the, about talk about this experience, you're supposed to say because I'm such a great actor, I recovered <laughs> so well, and it was I got a standing ovation. <laughs> <laughs> you say because I'm a I'm a badass mofo. There you go, a bamf. <laughs> <laughs> you have such and a great I like laugh with Thomas Churchill projects. There you oh, go. Oh no, I do. I'm not gonna lie. About it. One thing about Thomas projects, they're fun, and various people you meet, you get to meet. Hey, I actually met. Well, I mean, I think she was. Playboy Bunny, wasn't she? So I can't complain oh, about is that. Was that Krista Brody? <laughs> yeah. She's pretty hot. Yeah, she's yeah. smoking oh, yeah. hot. Oh, yeah. She's smoking hot. Did you get to meet Steve Dash? No. Uh, um, he worked with uh, Brooke McCarter. 
He's a good oh, friend of that's ours. Cool. Uh, he worked with. Uh, I'm trying to think who else was in there. Um, what the hell is his name? I can't. I, I I'm only sorry asked the Steve, I asked the Steve Dash question just because you kind of like laugh like Steve Dash a little bit. Oh. Yeah, it's that New York kind of laugh. Yeah. I love well, it. Steve Dash was a cop too. <laughs> I think it's a, it's a cop laugh. Yeah, it's a cop laugh. Really, Steve Dash was a cop. Yeah, I, I didn't know that. Did I know that? I didn't yes, really. If it, if he, I did, he's a cop didn't in register. the movie. He's not a cop in real life, was he? He was a cop. He's a retired cop. I didn't oh, know that. No effing way. That oh, blows my that. mind. No. I didn't know oh, that. I didn't know but that. But Izzy, I have to say, like, you and Steve, Dad, you have, like, the greatest laugh. It's like an infectious laugh. It's a very warm laugh. Like, you should totally be laughing on TV. Yeah, don't <laughs> act no more. Just go around laughing. Because <laughs> like, I think it's, like, really, really, like, awesome. So how was working with Thomas Churchill on Emerging Pass? And you don't have to pull any punches. No, no. <laughs> He's he's very easygoing and he you know he he knows what he wants and he goes after it. I mean, I got no complaints with him. I just com- the only complaint I ever had on his sets were the other people. They f- they're fucking around instead of taking the shit serious. Right. You know, I don't I don't like it when people waste time. You're killing time when when you should be being productive. You know, let's do this one two three. Stop fucking around and playing games. And they're all laughing, cracking jokes, and that <laughs> pisses me off. It, it you're killing time. And they didn't Makes know no that you sense. were an undercover cop and you could, like, shoot him. <laughs> <laughs> See, listen to him laugh. I freaking love it. Is, well, it, is it weird for you, like, to – like, you studied the Meisner method. Is that correct? Yes. Like, is it weird for you to be on set with other actors who have different methods or, or how no, does that no, all not work? not at all. I mean, listen, they bring their A game and I'm, I work with my A game. That's all I can do. They give me something. I try to give them something back. That's all I can do. For people just uh, kind of breaking into the biz, why don't you give them like a little quick synopsis of what is the Meisner method? Okay, the Meisner method is uh, was cr- I guess you could say created or it, it started with um, what's his first name Meisner? Uh, Christ, I can't believe I Stanford. forgot his name. Sanford. Sanford Meisner. My memory shot right now. And uh, he was in the playwrights group uh, out in New York City. He was down when all that. Uh, what's it called, the communist theater and all that was going on back in this, I guess, in the 40s and 30s and all that. And he developed a method where basically you become, it's just you being you, you know, just doing it for real. Everything you do is real. And compared to the, I guess you could say the method actor where the actor actually lives the role for the rest of his, you know, while he's filming this movie or the show or whatever. Mm Mm-hmm. But it was in the 1930s, I would say, and it was, I guess it was Clerman, Strasberg, and Crawford, and 28 other actors got together. And they created this theater, and they each, most of those guys have their own methods and styles. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they're well known for it. So, but Meisner had this one method that after I read his book, I realized that's what I want, you know, it's for me. It's not for everybody. Some people have to use something else. But the neighborhood playhouse got these guys together, and out of that playhouse, Meisner came out, and he developed this very unique way of uh, being yourself, acting, just doing everything very truthfully, very real. Just it's like being you. Without you're not even it's not even a technique if you think about it. If it you're just doing everything as if it was real. That's the way That's, I do it. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't stu- I, no, I haven't ever studied anything, but I've been in like um, like ten or eleven movies, and. Uh, and I booked my first ten auditions without ever like taking any classes or anything, and that's just the way I do it too. I just didn't know what it I was know called. he goes in and he just books it. 
They're like, okay, we don't need to see anybody else. He just he just books that. But they're all little it's things. Like, I'm not like on Blue Bloods, and I wasn't in the smash hit Emerging Past, and I'm not in the re redo of Emerging Past either. <laughs> Would you know about the redo of Emerging Past? They're coming out with a director's cut. Tom? Yeah. Um, Does Izzy know? I don't. I don't know if Izzy actually knows. Uh, what we're doing, Izzy, is we're going back in and recutting it, restructuring it. I mean, the movie won six awards, but it was never really a hundred percent my vision because there was too many hands in it. So now I have uh, full access to it. So I'm going back in and making it the film that I want it to be. Mm, there you go. That's exactly what you. Because it's basically the editing. If the editing is done properly, and you've yeah. got some good stuff, it'll work out. Oh, no, I mean, it did work out before. Like I said, I won six awards, two best mm-hmm. pictures and all, but it, was, it wasn't it was really exactly what I wanted. So right. uh, now we're going forward with it, so we should have it out back out in the fall. We actually pulled uh, the other version, so I did a George Lucas. Nobody can get that version anymore. Mm-hmm. So it's a, Yeah, so if you've got it, it's going to be a collector's item. <laughs> exactly. And now the if, director's if you- cut's coming out with a new soundtrack, and and be real nice to Tom so you don't get cut out. <laughs> no, actually, his uh, his scene's going to be a little extended. There you go. Um, See, look. And, and uh, I mean, we were Izzy. Uh, I think Emerging Past is the second film, but I got I got plans to work with Izzy on. Uh, he'll, he'll be like the Mike Marino. They're, they'll both be in all my films because uh, I, I love working with him. That's awesome. Do you know uh, Mike Marino? Cool. Do you know Mike Marino? Is he? Uh, not personally. No. Okay, he's a cool guy too. Mm-hmm. You'll get along good. And now uh, you were also in Devoured. Uh, right. A short, uh, a short uh, clip in that. Very little on it, actually, right? It was yeah. one scene in the strip joint. Uh, one scene in the strip joint. I think so, yeah. I have yeah. to go back and look at it. But, uh, Izzy, I got to help mean, you like with these answers. <laughs> <laughs> we'll teach you the Hollywood way, dude. You gotta, it's got to be like – it's not like I was in one little scene in the strip joint. You were like – I was the star of the strip club scene. Yeah, baby. <laughs> I had a cameo. <laughs> hey, get the fuck off the stage. Get the fuck off. <laughs> everybody, everybody who went to the strip club totally was paying attention to me. <laughs> I love that. I, I was only paying attention to the women there. So there you go. I was, I was happy just being there. One thing I like, too, like about you and your roles is, and, too, we were talking about the Meisner method. Like, it is so real. And it reminds me of... Um, I can't think of the name of the guy, but who's the guy who starred in Machete? Oh. Uh, Danny Trejo. Danny Trejo. It's like, you know, it's so freaking real. You're like shaking in your boots. It's so real. It's like he comes from that like real kind of like prison side and you come from the real cop side. And it's like, dude. The funny thing is when I was a kid, I hung out with the, the, the gangs in New York. Yeah. Yeah. I read that in your bio. They kind of yeah. watched out for you, although oh, you were Oh, yeah. They, they looked out for me. I'm, I'm telling you, I had some amazing experiences. I saw one guy. His name was Shotgun. He's dead now, but they called him Shotgun. And he, reason being, he always carried a shotgun. I saw him blow some guy's head off, and he just pushes me to the side. Say, stay behind me. I'm like, okay. What was I supposed to do after that? I never forgot that incident, but the next day I was in Puerto Rico, which was good. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little beach vacation good. for you. Wow. I think that's hilarious. Intense. Well, I think, too, like, bringing some of that real-life intensity, like, that's what I'm saying. You can see it in the role. Just like Danny Trejo, like, you do not question. That's a, mm-hmm. a bamf. He's another bamf, Danny Trejo. 
I think so too. I yeah. think it's cool. I think it's awesome. We can't wait to see you in the new, the new supersonic charge director's cut of Emerging Past. You got anything big you're working on at the moment that we should know about? Believe it or not, I've been slowing down. I got some personal issues I'm taking care of. You know, my mom's sick, so I gotta. I've been taking it to the least. I haven't been pushing anything out there. But I just got my new headshot set up, and I'm gonna get start having my agent send me out again, but so I can concentrate on that. You know? There you go. We got lots of Thomas Churchill has lots of projects we're working on in development, and as we're further along in development, I'm sure he's gonna want to give you a call. I All right, absolutely. Even, Thank you. I might even call you for Hollow Point. There you go. Let's do it. Let's yep. do it. I totally want you to be in one of his movies so I can like come and meet you and like we can hang out. Stories. <laughs> Jimmy Star's going to try and tickle you so he can get you to laugh. <laughs> I tickle, tickle, it. tickle. I it's Seriously, it's like the greatest laugh. Like somehow you should like get paid for your laugh. Like people should just record it for shit because it sounds really good. That's we the could first do that. Time I've heard that, but thank sell you. audio clips of it. Oh yeah, that's right. Okay, so here's what we're gonna do, Izzy. Like, uh, oh, I bet he can't do it like on his own though. We gotta say something funny. Like on funny. cue. Can you laugh He's like an actor. that on he cue? Can laugh. Okay, I want you to laugh on cue, and what we're gonna do is turn it into a ringtone, so I can like have it as my ringtone on my phone. So <laughs> you gotta laugh straight for about 15 seconds. Yeah. Oh lord, I don't know if I can do that, but let's try it. Say, okay, so say you're listening to the Jimmy Star Show and then laugh. Okay. Oh yeah, that'll work. Okay, all right, I'll do it on three. Okay. Okay. All right. One, two, go for it, three. I'm listening to the Jimmy Star Show. <laughs> Hold on. Stop, 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 stop. Don't say I'm listening to it. Say you're listening to it. Oh, okay, okay. okay. <laughs> Come on, get with it. Izzy. Actually, have him say his name and that you're listening to the Jimmy Star Show and then laugh. Okay, say your name, you're listening to the G- Jimmy Star Show and then laugh. Thank you. Okay. All right, on three. One, two, three. This is Izzy Ruiz. You're listening to the Jimmy Star Show. <laughs> oh my God, I love it. That's awesome. <laughs> that is awesome. We're totally Izzy's making that around laughing time. in people's faces. <laughs> I'm, I'm not kidding you. Like, if I, if I ever come across anything where they need somebody with a really like great laugh, dude, I'm totally going to call you because like, I'm you. totally like stoked about it. Can you it. imagine that? Jimmy calling you. Hey, Izzy, look who I found. Laugh, guy. Laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when you, uh, I'll only call you if I can get you paid. <laughs> hey, we should hey. have Steve Dash and Izzy like laughing together oh as a God. Like that mix would, it all up. That would just be awesome. <laughs> Yeah, we'll work on you guys it. are a trip. So, Izzy, we want to thank you for <laughs> coming on the up. Jimmy Star Show. We are. We're like fun and fucked up. We're having a blast. <laughs> <laughs> we want to really thank you for coming on the show. And anytime you've got any projects or anything you would like to promote, um, please don't hesitate to get in touch with us. We'll stay in touch. Uh, and are you on Twitter or Facebook or anything? Uh, yeah, I'm on Facebook. I'm okay. the Izzy Ruiz. On Twitter, I'm on it, but I never use it. Okay, you should get back on it because Twitter's like taking over. Yeah, I see, I see. Nobody <laughs> likes a bragger, Jimmy. Tell them how many people are following you. Go ahead. 98,650. <laughs> oh, my God. Enough? It's up to 98,000? Yeah. Wow. It's Nobody like 10,000 in a week. Bragger. It's like 6,000, but yeah. Damn. <laughs> it's just laughing. I am so badass. I can't help it. Uh, wow. So anyway, Izzy, like, keep in touch with us. We really, really want to thank you. I had an absolute blast having you on the show. We think you're a real talent. We appreciate all that you do. Look forward to working with you in the future. And we just, again, want to thank you for coming on the show. Thank you so much. I appreciate thank it. All right, dude. Have a good one. Have a great weekend. All the best for your mom. Thank, thank, safe, thank you. Thank you. Take care, guys. All Take right. Care, Bye-bye. Rest to your mom. Churchill.
Yes, sir. Dude, that was a fucking win, dude. I like that dude a lot. <laughs> Izzy is the best. That, that was so much fun. I'm not kidding you. I freaking love it. And Izzy actually, Go ahead. we have another shout out for you, too. We have Phoenixe Chanthaboon. Something I, like that, huh? I'm like really butchering this. I am so sorry, but he wanted to do a shout out to you, too, Churchill. Thomas is getting a lot of love. Yeah, you're getting a lot Good of love, you, Churchill. Thank you very much. We Anybody all love in you. the chat room. That's cool, though. You should be getting a lot of love. You're badass. And we got a caller. Hello, and welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. Hello, guys. What's Hi, up? Guys. Hey, it's the Toxic Lab Rats. Yay. It's the motherfucking Toxic Lab Rats. There you go. Oh, look at that. That was <laughs> yeah. good. I like that. What a way to, way to intro. Well, very good. Okay, you guys. So before we get started, let me introduce you to all my co-hosts. Um, starting off with, we have Skyping in from L.A. He's our king of film and a cool cat of film. His name's Thomas Churchill. Hey, guys, how you doing? Doing fine. How are you? Good, good. I don't think he was on the show last time you guys were on because we had these two other losers that we ditched. <laughs> oh, my God! <laughs> we dropped them at the pool. <laughs> we dropped them off, and now we got this guy who's an award-winning film director. He's totally badass, and uh, you guys are going to like him, and we love him, and, uh, and you know, sometimes you just got to get rid of the trash. Yeah, you're right. I'm sure you guys Sometimes have probably you been in. Take the shit out from under your shoe. There you go. Sometimes I'm sure in certain bands because you guys are like career musicians. I'm sure you've been in bands where you had to just dump people off, and sometimes they get in the way, and you just got to get rid of them. Yeah, it might yeah, be a brutal or what. <laughs> I love it. I'm like digging every second of it. I'm gonna make that my ringtone. <laughs> so then, next up, we have our diva of cool, Drew Albright. Hey, Chris, guys, welcome back. Hello to Sweden. Thanks. Hi. That was cool. <laughs> I man. love their clip Swedish accents. Like, that's my favorite ever. Then we've got the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. The Toxic Lab Rats. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I love that, Chad. Sounds like the Duff Man. Is he like, <laughs> like, that was awesome, dude. Sorry, I got spunky. That was fucking cool. I'm Jimmy Starr. We want to welcome you guys and tell. So who, who's calling in for us right now? Why don't you guys say who you are and say what you do in the band? I'm Chris Rat, and I'm the lead singer. I'm possessed. I play the guitar. Cool. So there's two. <laughs> oh, okay. It's two. The same two dudes as, as the last time. Yes, we okay, should. Guys. We should let everybody know too. Like we have had you guys on last year. We thought you were like awesome. You also have like the scariest tattoos I've ever seen, <laughs> which are awesome. Which are awesome. I, I mean, every time I look at your picture, I'm like, oh my god, that is just so badass. And and the guy that we just had on the show before you, he was an undercover police officer who's turned actor. He's and, got uh, badass tattoos too. Yeah, actually. I know. Like you guys are all like fucking tatted up, cool as shit. Jimmy Star's wearing say, a tattoo it's shirt. A better, it's a better profession than police, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's a policeman turned actor, but I th- what the cool about it is he was an undercover policeman, and you know that's acting when you're undercover. Like, because yeah, if you fuck right. up, you're like dead. <laughs> it's high stakes acting. Yeah, high stakes acting. Yeah, and uh, that's true. That's true. You can't even call cut. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. It's not like you can like you can like stop what you're doing. So we should let everybody know too. You guys are like actually skyping in from Sweden. How's the weather in Sweden? Uh. Pretty much as the last time we called. It's still cold. Is it always cold in Sweden? I start to think so, yeah. <laughs> You're starting to think so or it is? Yeah. <laughs> I've given it a couple of years now. Okay. Like 35 years. <laughs> is there not a but summer in Sweden? It's like, uh, it's, uh, what time is it? It's almost 10 o'clock and it's uh, day, daylight out, so it's, it's nice. 10 o'clock at night or 10 o'clock day. in the morning? At night. At, at night. night. 
So it doesn't get dark in Sweden? Not this time of year, no. Wow. Wow. So you don't have to worry about the vampires getting you. <laughs> no. Nope. Like in 30 days of night. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys watch wow. horror? That's badass, though. <laughs> <laughs> that means you could fucking suntan like all fucking day. <laughs> yep. I mean, really, that's fucking cool. <laughs> I also noticed on you guys' website, you just, uh, last weekend you had a big show someplace in Sweden. I, I didn't know how to pronounce it, so I didn't write it down. Yeah, we had it in our hometown here. What? How, Falun. How do you pronounce it? Falun. Okay, that's how you pronounce it. <laughs> <laughs> what does it say? How do you say it again? Falun. Oh, like Fallen. Yeah, yeah, except for they spell much. it different, but it's like way cool. It is cool. It is way cool. So how did just like let them say it? Yeah. How, how did the show go? The sh- show went fine, but uh, it was like raining into the stage, so it was not that that fun. Ah, uh, that's oh, I'm sorry to hear that. But you guys yeah, are a but, punk rock band, so you're supposed to be able to like weather the storm. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, take your clothes off, like, down to your underwear and sing in the rain and raw, <laughs> like that. <laughs> they thought that was I don't funny. think people want to see that. <laughs> in America, they would. When you, guys come yeah, back, okay. when you guys come back here, you can do your underwear thing. People will love it. Yeah. Absolutely. So I think, too, we should start out by, like, saying, you know, you have a second album that's getting ready to be come out sometime later this year. Your first album, Intoxicated, you had two hit singles, which I believe we played at least one of them last time you were on the show, Because I Love You and Lucy's Got a Bomb. And every time I hear that title, Because I Love You, I think of Stevie B, which you guys probably don't even know who that is, but he's like this, like, gay pop singer. who has I love Stevie B. <laughs> they do not know who Stevie <laughs> B is. Never, never heard of him. Okay, yeah. yeah. You might want to Google him. It's like a ballad. It's called The Postman's song i think or because i love you anyway it's a I great song stuff, I? I actually like stevie b too but he's like they might know the song yeah you probably know the song if you heard it but you it could doesn't sing it a little it, no i'm not singing it <laughs> but it doesn't Didn't he sound- also sing part of your it's- body <laughs> no he didn't that's betty murphy eddie murphy sang part of your body <laughs> oh party your body that's uh, stevie b bro oh is it really yeah i i like that okay you guys are both gay <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And, and his Because I Love You song sounds nothing like yours, just like if he had a song called Hitting the States, it wouldn't sound anything like yours either. So tell us a little bit about the new single, Hitting the States. Well, we, that, that song, we, we wrote that song just when we um, got back from uh, the U.S. tour. Uh, we sat down and um, uh, to, to, um, to start writing new songs for the album. And we thought that um, there's something, something wrong with the sound here. Yep. I don't know. Can oh, you hear that? We can hear you. We can fine. hear you. Yeah, maybe turn your speakers down just a little bit. Turn your volume so, down a little. Yeah, it could be bouncing off the walls a bit. Yeah, that's bad. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, so this, this song is basically about the U.S. tour. And did you have fun when you were in the U.S. on your U.S. tour? Oh, yeah. how is it about your u.s tour like tell us specifically yeah (laughs) (laughs) so you had a good time in the usa and like you did you uh, uh, because to me the song is like party 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 yeah but it was pretty much party 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 That works. Hey, it works out yeah, for me. As, as, as you can hear in the song, it was like about drinking beer, 
sitting in a van and uh, throwing up. <laughs> I wasn't going to mention that one part, but <laughs> was there getting laid in there at all? Sorry? Is there any getting laid in there or no? No time. Okay. <laughs> oh, man. You missed the best part of, like, the U.S. You should do, like, a statewide tour. Like, we got a lot of flavors here. Of course, I was getting laid. I got my wife with me, so. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Oh, that's why there was nothing in the song about getting laid. I gotcha. <laughs> okay, that makes more sense. So the new album, it's called Pandemic Alert. It'll be coming out later on Spectre Records. The first single is called Hitting the States, and what we're going to do is we're going to play it for everybody. So what I want you guys to do is introduce the song, say who you are, and we'll play it for everybody. Okay, we're the Toxic Lab is our single, Hitting the States, uh, about our US tour. You guys gonna love it. It's awesome.
That's Hitting the States by the Toxic Lab Rats. Off their album Pandemic Alert coming out at the end of the summer. Congratulations, guys. Very high energy. I'm freaking loving it. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. And one thing that we learned. You really did hit the States. I'm sorry I interrupted you. (laughs) (laughs) One thing we learned on the break, just for all our listeners, is that the last time the Toxic Lab Rats came on, Thomas Churchill was a co-host on the show. Wow. Ah, there you go. So just so you guys know, before we had Thomas Churchill, we had these two other assholes. (laughs) (laughs) You said other assholes. Like Thomas Churchill's oh, an no. asshole. No, he's oh. not an asshole. We love Tom. <laughs> hey, hey, oh, hey, what about an asshole? We oh, love hey, Tom. Look at the two assholes. <laughs> at another time, the Jimmy Star Show was inhabited by some other aliens, and uh, and then we had to drop those ones off at the pool. And now we're and in our good. Them. And we flushed them. <laughs> and and now and now we're and now we're at our like supreme being lineup. <laughs> yeah, it really is good. <laughs> Drew's like looking at me funny (laughs) So again congratulations And I think it's like awesome Um, So I didn't realize that that Tom was on When we introduced you earlier And now you got more backstory to how awesome we are (laughs) Okay Please tell us again (laughs) We are really awesome In case you didn't catch that and uh, and we're actually totally looking forward uh, to the new album coming out. We should tell everybody when it comes out. It's going to be coming out on Spectra Records. You can go to spectrarecords.com. Um, it'll be at all the different places that you would normally go to get music. Um, iTunes and Best Buy and FYE. FYE and Amazon and all those different places. And, uh, and also you guys um, – Which I love the name of the album, Pandemic Alert, from the Toxic Lab Rats. Like – I freaking love that. I think it's brilliant. I actually yeah. posted it on Twitter, and like uh, one of my followers actually wrote this thing. Is it like weird of me to like a pandemic? Yeah, <laughs> seriously. <laughs> <laughs> and so I thought that was like really cool, and uh, I think it's like really neat. And so uh, I just thought the whole thing was like fun. And we should also mention to the listeners out there that um, the Toxic Lab Rats had an awesome website. You can go to www.toxiclabrats.com. You definitely want to see like what these dudes look like. They're totally like badass looking. Everybody in the band looks totally like a rock star, like a punk rock star. Yeah. (laughs) And I love that song in particular too because it's like so classically punk. And I know we talked about last time like your influences – being like social distortion and U.S. bombs and dropkick Murphys and and like that really shines through on that song. I think. Okay, there you go. Yeah, I like it. Also, we should no, say you we guys have like sound again. I have to put you guys. Oh, okay. Oh, having sound troubles. Okay. Now we're good again. Okay, good. Because then we should right. also say you can go to Facebook and go to facebook.com/slash Toxic Lab Rats and uh, like them on Facebook. And yeah, follow us on Twitter. I didn't know you were on Twitter. What's the Twitter? I don't have a clue. Okay. <laughs> it's probably twitter.com slash toxic lab rats. There you go. Yeah, sounds, <laughs> <laughs> sounds good, right? Yeah. One thing, too, on this album, you've got a cover. You did a, a cover. cover on this album. Tell us about that a little bit. Cover song. Cover song. Oh, Merle, the Merle Haggard cover. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Drew likes that a lot because we actually got sent that and she was like, this is really awesome. The Macarena okay. cover. Did he just say that? No. no. Merle Haggard. <laughs> oh, oh. I was like, oh my well, God. Well, it's a, it's a good song. No, I thought, you said Macar- I thought you said the Macarena. They don't even know what a Macarena is, I'll bet. Uh, that didn't go oh. popular in Sweden? 
I, no. I, I hope not. I <laughs> hope that you guys do not know what the Macarena is. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I know. Oh, damn. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Okay, I have a question for you guys, too, because um, a long time ago, like 10 years ago, we did a, a punk rock fashion show. And who was that The with? Damned. With The Damned. We were, um, okay. The Damned was on tour, and, and we did this cool-ass fashion show with The Damned. And um, one of the things, too, people were like, you got to make this real. Like, you got to make this punk. Like, if you don't deliver... You know, people are not going to like it. And, uh, of course, we brought it, baby. We brought it, and everybody <laughs> loved it. But, like, I want to know, um, since, like, authenticity is so kind of key in punk, like, who do you think is a poser band? That's that's what I want to know. Like, let's riff on some people. Yeah, like, some people who think they're punk, but they don't make the cut as far as you're concerned. Yeah. Well, top of the list, Good Charlotte, I guess. Okay. <laughs> I was gonna. I was totally thinking you were gonna say Good Charlotte or Simple Plan for some reason. Those were the two that were in my like. We love to riff on Good Charlotte. So. Yeah, you know, I went to the MTV Awards and one of the dudes from Good Charlotte was there, and I went in to introduce myself, and he totally like dissed me. That fucker. <laughs> <laughs> and what, what's her name? Avril. Avril Lavigne. Avril okay. Levine. Okay. Like Canadian girl. Yeah. I don't even consider her punk though. I kind of consider She's her pop. pop. Well, but she does. She but does. She does. Oh yeah. She. <laughs> I know. Well, there's delusion everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I think that was those a are question. some good ones. Yeah, those are some good ones because Good Charlotte, they're definitely posers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that's funny. I like Macarena. it. It is so funny. <laughs> so we got Macarena one other... punk band. <laughs> Sometimes. Sure. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Have you heard of the Damned? Do you know who the Damned are? Yeah, of course. We did an awesome fashion show, and we had a host, like an MC of it, and he walked around, and he we had a drill, and we like put this big dildo and glued it onto the end of the drill, and it was spinning around. It was awesome. (laughs) (laughs) You guys would have liked it. We had like all these like we started out the fashion show where we had these two people dressed all normal, like they're on South Beach. And it was supposed to be like a fashion show, and then the punk rock crowd started booing, and then we had these people on the sidelines come out, and they were all uh, punked out looking, and they went and ripped the clothes off, so the people were like almost totally naked on stage, and then we redressed them as part of the fashion show. And uh, right. we punked cool. those and bastards we made them all up. punked out. It was awesome. We had such a blast. That was such a blast. There is some footage somewhere of that. We should like yeah, I should find that resurrect that footage because that was some good times. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun. And the damned was awesome. They like they killed it too. So Kill it. I think so too. Yeah, we had a blast. So so let's go now because we've got I want to play one more song off the album and we have another song called Too Good for You. Tell us a little bit about it and then we're gonna play it for everybody. Yeah, it's gonna be the opening track of the Pandemic Alert album and it's about I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's the ultimate punk answer. I don't know. This song is actually the the first song uh, me and Chris wrote together. Uh, So uh, it's it's like set the the bar to the rest of the songs we have written together. So yep. Okay. Oh, good. Okay, so we're gonna play it. It's called "Too Good for You." Why don't you guys introduce it again, real quick, for us, and we'll play it for everybody. Okay, with the Toxic Labyrinth, and you're going to hear Too Good For You. I'm too upset to be a break of magazine. 
no, Steve McQueen, oh no, fucking game Steed. I look like shit, sure as hell look like Brad Pitt. I'd like to get fit, I get the bit by bit. Who do you wanna be? Just think I'm not gonna miss Lee I always try to think ahead No, I'm not the softest tool in the chair Try to preach to me till my ears bled Turn in and listen to what I just said Who do you want to be? love that song so much like i think we should have like another honorary theme for the jimmy star show and like that should be it because we have our jimmy star show jingle because like i love it like who do you want to be where do you want to go i love the part no guarantee badass yeah. song guys congratulations Thank you. Thank and it's you. my life and my way and like damn I was, straight i was blasting that in a mcdonald's drive through <laughs> 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 Yeah. I'm sure they loved it. They'll actually at McDonald's. <laughs> at McDonald's, they like they treat you really good if you go through McDonald's. Do you guys have McDonald's in Sweden? Of course. Okay, <laughs> I don't know. I'm just asking. World domination. <laughs> what do they call French fries in Sweden? French fries. Yeah. Papits? No, that's no, French, Swedish fries. Swedish fries. <laughs> <laughs> what do you call the Big Mac in in Sweden? Uh, Big Mac. Pretty much Big Mac. Big yeah. Mac. Okay. Yep. That's, That's lame. lame. You know, like in, in the United States, if you want to get if in the United States, if you want to get really good service, you have to play rap music. If you play rap music in the drive-through, they treat you really good. They do because they yeah. don't want to get killed. <laughs> Are you making at. that up? No, I all the time. Whenever I play rap, they like give me all kinds of like extra shit. <laughs> oh my god! Really? Whenever I yeah. play rap, going through the McDonald's drive-through, 
Ronald comes out with a big gold chain with a big clock around his neck and says, <laughs> Boing! What is it? They should call it the McDonald's drive-by, actually. There you there go. go. That was, oh, wow, you guys are quick. And they at you. <laughs> you guys are quick. They love Charlie Baltimore, too, because I was playing Charlie Baltimore lately. Charlie Baltimore and Ja Rule, I didn't know he was in jail. <laughs> I love Charlie Baltimore. Me, too. So, anyway, you guys, if you guys want to find out more about the Toxic Lab Rats, number one, you can go to SpectraRecords.com. It's www.SpectraRecords.com. We want to thank Bobby Collins from Spectra Records for hooking up this interview again because we think you guys are terrific we can uh find find toxic lab rats on twitter because they don't know what their twitter is but you can go to toxiclabrats.com to find out more information see the merchandise see pictures of everybody in the band i definitely think like sports teams and stuff should like use too good for you like absolutely it's good for merchandising or like video games yeah say that again you know, when the hockey team come out on the ice, you know, they should play. To Absolutely. Games. Seriously. Like, we got to get some of that licensing shit going. Yeah, I'm, I'm with that, too. I'm down with that. Yeah. Because, like, that's real cool stuff. And it's Facebook.com slash Toxic Lab Rats. We want to thank you guys for staying up and calling us from the nice, bright evening. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, guys. In Sweden, we think you guys are terrific. The new album will come out. We'll make sure we let everybody know when it comes out. And, again, thanks so much for coming on the Jimmy Star Show. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Take care. All right. Bye. Take care. Bye. What did you say? Talk. Is that how you say goodbye? I think that means thank you. Okay. She says, I uh, think. <laughs> Does that mean thank you? They're gone. Oh, oh okay. I just told him to go fuck a duck. Because <laughs> usually I say, Yagvil Knola, and that means I want sex. And then afterwards you say talk, which means thank you. Forgetting it. Yeah, after you got oh. it. Actually, what talk means That's is, all I know in Swedish. Talk means suck a bag of dicks. <laughs> Every time I say it, it's just fun. I love that. Okay, so so and then everybody, one of our sponsors, Dynapep Energy Drink. It's a it's a world's first energy micro shot, and you can find out information by going one eight 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 do Dynapep. And what I want to say, they just started a new promo today for Dynapep. If you go to Dynapep.com um, and hit discounts, they have an actual fifty cent off coupon that you can download and take to all your retailers like like Walmart and Racetrack and all the places that sell it. You get it for 50 cents off. It's only two ninety eight or two ninety nine in the first place. So it's a really great savings and you, you can try the product out if you've never tried it. So uh, go to www.dynapep.com download the coupon and go try it. And follow Dynapep on Twitter. It's at Dynapep Shots. Absolutely. Dynapep. Hits harder. Last longer. Last longer. <laughs> I'm no sorry. sugar, no carbs. No bull. It's supposed to be crash. <laughs> okay, we, 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 we messed that up. We got to do this like, yeah, over again. Right. Dynapep, the world's first energy micro shot. No sugar. No carbs. No crash. There we there go. There you go. Dynapep.com, everybody. Check it out. Get the discount. It's an awesome, awesome product. Keeps you going for 10 hours. And uh, we want to thank them for sponsoring the Jimmy Star Show. Yes, and um, two, we've got another shout-out for the Toxic Lab Rats. I didn't catch it when we were on, but uh, Jess from Pittsburgh says hello. We miss them, and they need to come back for another tour. And Jess, you will be pleased. They will when the pandemic alert is out. They're going to come back for another U.S. tour. There you go. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. To have fans everywhere just like us. Yeah. (laughs) Garcia says hello, Jimmy and Drew. Oh, cool. How did you get that? She just texted me. Oh, cool. Kathy, we love you. (laughs) 
That's so much fun. I love it. Hey, Kathy. Also, I want to like give some other like quick shout outs to my my dogs at Cat of Nine Tails. Cat of Nine Tails is like my new favorite like band. It's kind of like a like a hip hop rap rock band. They're from uh, like Virginia or someplace like that, and it's <laughs> it's C A T A the number nine T A L E S dot com. They're super awesome. We're gonna have them on the show in a couple of weeks. The music and, is uh, cool. They the, look cool. They look cool. The all their promotions cool. are cool. all their promotions are cool, and and they have a huge like Hollywood celebrity following. Um, and so they're like super super cool. So we want to give a shout out to Cat and Nine Tails. We also want to give a shout out to my favorite rapper Charlie Baltimore. I'm like totally all about her now. Mine too. We're friends on Twitter, and uh, she's got a new single out called All Lies. You can download it on iTunes and follow her on Twitter. It's at Charlie Baltimore. And we want everybody to join the infestation, which is the new single by Celeste from Celeste Music. Follow her at, at Celeste Music. It's the unofficial anthem for Get Corey Hame a Star, and uh, we're using it um, all over the place and all over the world, and it's a great, great song, and you can download it on iTunes, and you can hit Join the Infestation on YouTube and watch the video. It's being posted all over the place. The video is absolutely awesome. Like, as far as videos go, like, you're going to want to check this one out. Absolutely. Yes. So everybody join the infestation, and when you're watching all those videos and stuff, if it doesn't sound good, you might want to try your Bon Jovi DPS. Absolutely. You need Bon Jovi DPS if you want to have ultimate awesome sound on your computer system and basically what it does is you can have a great computer system with great hardware and and a great speaker setup but since you're playing mp3s it's not going to sound as good as it should uh, because mp3s are compressed digital files so what bon jovi has done with its acoustics technology is it remasters sound live and how you find out more about it is you go to dpsplugin.com, and D- DPS stands for Digital Power Station. And it's basically they're taking the technology that they've put into making recording studios, and they're using that to make this software plugin for your computer. And uh, you just go to the site, download this plugin, and automatically when you're listening to music, when you're playing games, when you're playing videos, it's going to dramatically you won't believe it it will dramatically increase um the richness the clarity the vibrancy of your sound so it it brings back everything you lose when you're listening to mp3s and since everything's digital this day you know this is groundbreaking technology and uh they're putting it in all the toyota cars now it's in iHome devices it's been featured on ellen so you want to get in now while it's uh like the next big thing and you go to dpsplugin.com. It's a one-time download. It's very easy. It's $20. And if you use our code, since they're a sponsor of the Jimmy Star Show, it um, saves you 15%. And so when you check out, the code you want to do is Jimmy Star, all one word, J-I-M-M-Y-S-T-A-R. I want to give two shout-outs. All right, Thomas. Okay, one of the two shout-outs is, Hello there, Rebel Meddler, and what's up with the shower? That's one. And the other one is... I, I heard that show, Mr. too. You heard that show? <laughs> Mr. Stevie B, we love you. Come on to the Jimmy Star Show. And That's sing hilarious. For us. And we're so happy that your song was on rooftops. <laughs> <laughs> you just made that up, right? I know, yeah. Okay. But it's the same time frame. Yeah. That's Actually, great. I love Stevie B, you guys. Like, I think Stevie B is awesome. I do, awesome. too, actually. 
I just put the videos on my Facebook wall. I know you. you. I know. I saw. Mm-hmm. We should try to get Stevie B. We should. We really should actually fun. should. He we should go after that. Millie or Vanilli, whoever is still alive. No. And have him kind of not talk. <laughs> that no. I boycott. Yeah, we can't after that. We can't do that one. But Why? I, because he doesn't like, really sing. Yeah. Well, that's why we won't even have him talk. We'll just have him sit there. People can see him on the ITV. <laughs> okay, we'll have him just sit in the studio because that's all you get for faking talent. Like That's we, right. we got to have real talented people. Yeah. The you other know, guy killed himself, I think, right? Yeah. Wouldn't you? That finished formally. Yeah, that, I don't know that was like one. a big shock to go from like super phenomenal fame to like, yeah. But, you know, when you fake things, that's what happens, actually. That's why... That's that's not like the Jimmy Star show because you can't fake cool. Exactly. Wow, you guys! I just got a tweet from McKelty Williamson. Oh, cool! It says looking forward to speaking with us. <gasps> that's cool. For anybody who doesn't know who that is, that's Bubba from Forrest Gump, like Bubba a huge, Jr. huge, huge, like freaking star, and he's going to be coming on the Jimmy Star show soon. And he's been in so many. He's things. He's been in so many cool things, and like I'm so excited. He's following me on Twitter. <laughs> I just started following him, and like uh, everybody should follow you so that they can follow him because the spelling. You got to get the spelling right. That's right. Actually, everybody should just be following me anyway because I'm getting close to 100,000 followers, and I really want to break it. Nobody likes Greg. That is cool. You know who we were talking about getting on the show is Salt and Pepper. I know. We heard on, on the Rebel Meddler show they were playing Push It. I love that song. Do you like? Do you know that song, Tom? Oh, I love that song. I think that's like a badass song. Yeah. It's Spinderella in the house. Yeah. I would love that. Would to have that would be fun. They would be fun. Yeah, that would be fun. We totally could sing. Fun. I would actually oh, sing with them. Let's talk about sex, baby. <laughs> we should have that for like uh, oh, our real fun sex. They were the real yeah. in vogue before yeah. in vogue. You're right. Yeah. I actually liked in vogue too, but but salt and pepper, man. That's that's where it's at. Salt and pepper's here and we're in effect. Oh shit. Here we go. <laughs> You're gonna bring out my Tommy Guido from New York. Oh shit! Oh, there we go. Oh, there we there go. We Just a little. Well, keep it going. Keep it going. Well, let's start it out at the beginning because I like the beginning. Sexy one. Salt and pepper's here, and we're in effect. Want you to push it now? Do's in all day and all night. I know all the words. <laughs> Can fine. we do Ice Ice Baby? Because I can do that one, too. Oh, my God. <laughs> I totally... Uh, Vanilla Ice is following me, and he's a friend of the station, and we're going to try and get him on the show soon. I like we Vanilla Ice. We have to all me sing too. when he gets on. We have to... I think you know. he might, I, I don't want him to get offended. I don't want him to think we're making fun, because I actually think Ice Ice Baby is like the greatest rap song all time. I Come love on. it, too. <laughs> that and Good Vibrations by Marky Mark. Yes. Oh, here we go. Oh, my gosh. This is so much fun. Come on, let's let's rap. Ready? It hasn't started yet. I know. <laughs> ice, ice, baby. We never done this before. I'm enjoying myself. It's good. Now that the party is jumping, with the bass kicking and the fingers are jumping, whip to the point, to the point, no faking. Cooking MCs like a pound of bacon, burning up. Being quick and nimble. I hear crazy when I hear us. Keep going. And a hi hat with a souped up tempo. I'm on a roll. It's time to go solo, rolling. In my 5.0 oh, oh, with my hair top down so my head can blow. <laughs> Wait, can you do good vibrations? I'm better at that one. <laughs> do you know good vibrations? You are like making Chad work. Good vibration by Marky Mark, because especially the part, like I'm good at the part where he talks, he does the big rap in the 
and the later on. This is such a good song. <laughs> that was fun. I love good vibrations. Anybody listening now, we've never done any of these things. It's kind of like a stretch from what we normally do, and that's why we're so cool. We're being a little <laughs> gay today, but it's fun. Oh, oh, my. This is awesome. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> I can, too. I can, too. Mm-hmm. I feel it. Chad should do the good vibrations part. I'll do the. Come on, feel it. Swing Swing Come on, swing I love this song. It's just that. We have to wait for him to sing, though. We have to get to the rap part. I also do. Okay, you do the good vibrations. You're doing it good. That's your part, Chad. You sing that high part. Yeah, exactly. Yo, it's about that time to bring forth the rhythm and the rhyme. I'ma get mine, so get yours. I wanna see sweat coming at your pores. Strictly hip hop, or I ain't singing it. Bringing you to the entire nation. Black, white, red, brown, feel the vibration. Come on, come on. Feel it, feel it. Feel the vibration. Oh my god, this is such a good song. This is so gay. <laughs> To Stevie B. Wait, wait, let it keep. Wait, wait, this is one really good part coming up. I like the part coming up, though. I like the part that goes, I'm Donnie D on the backup. Drug free, so put the crack up. Maybe you want to know who done this. I'm Marky Mark, and I'm here to prove to you that you can party on the positive side for the ride. Kicking it. My favorite part of the song is going to come up. Whenever I see people doing karaoke, I always want to do this part. I never do karaoke. <laughs> I only karaoke to Kenny G. You should yeah. karaoke, though. Oh, but I like this part. Okay, it's getting ready to come. Okay, this is it. This is the best part of the song right here, everybody. This is so much fun. I'm so excited. <laughs> Dancing on the table, Jimmy. I'm ready, right here though. Getting ready to go. This is for everybody in the chat room. Yeah. Donnie D on the backup. Drug free, so put the crack up. No need for speed. I'm anti D R U G G E. My body is healthy. My mind makes me wealthy, and the funky bunch helps me bring you a song with no intoxication. Come on, feel the vibration. Yeah. <laughs> I love it, baby. I can too! <laughs> yeah! Yay! <laughs> oh my god, I'm gonna be a rap star. Now I know why you like that part too, because oh it is the drug free yeah. part, which we are actually drug free, yeah, so it like, works. Donnie right. D's on the backup, drug free, so put the crack up. I never. Speed, I ain't the only drugs I do is women. Oh. Oh! That was so much fun, Chad. You're a great DJ. Thank hey, you. can we do New Kids on the Block? <laughs> Maybe right after this caller time. I think you could sing yeah. Please hey. Don't Go Girl. Hey, hello, and welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. <laughs> Fucked up, Jimmy. Hey, Roy, how you doing? Hey, we're so freaking good. Can you feel the good vibrations? <laughs> West Coast, and I have, I have Cindy with me, too, and I think she's feeling those vibrations a little bit, too. Okay, oh, good. Hello, good. and welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. <laughs> hey, hey, thanks for having us. So before we get started, we're going to... Uh, Introduce you to all our co-hosts, starting off with the diva of cool, Drew Albright. Welcome hey, back, Drew, you guys. You Welcome back. Welcome back. 
good to hear from you. Then we have the, our cool cat of film, Mr. Thomas Churchill. Not, uh, not that guy. No, not that guy. <laughs> yeah, I'm that fucked up guy over here. How you guys doing? Beyond. I'll see you later. <laughs> <laughs> then we got the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. You're right, Tom is fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. And I'm Jimmy Starr. We want to welcome both of you to the Jimmy Starr Show. So you guys are Soda FX, and also, since you were both on Monster Man, and you're also a couple. Like, how cool? It's like six degrees of separation or some shit. Zero. <laughs> Zero degrees. One degree. A couple? A couple of, couple of assholes. <laughs> <laughs> wow. At least according to most of the people that watch the show. <laughs> oh, actually, no way. Like, you guys were the ones keeping it all together, though. Like, Cindy, I loved it. I think that, like, like they should have had you on there way more. Yeah, you'd be the only one. Yeah, I'll tell you, yeah. you know that after that last episode, we were getting death threats. Like people would, people would call up and leave death threats and emails. Like, why do you, you know, you guys treat the Monster Man like shit? It's like, uh, okay. And people take that shit way too serious. <laughs> it was like, listen, like last week, the show's been off off the air for like six weeks. I get up, I come in, there's a message on the answer machine. This guy goes, I just want to let you know, your wife treats the Monster Man like crap. So there. And then he goes, art takes time, and he hangs up. You know, it's like, dude, you know what I mean? It's like, so you've been stewing on this for six weeks, and then you go off and, like, uh, look up my number and leave a message. It's like, what, you know, what kind of person does that? Like, fucked up. That is fucked up. But there are a lot of fucked up people. Hey, there's a lot well, of we, fucked up people. And I thought it was great the way, like, you were reeling it in, because I would be cracking the whip, too. Yeah, well, they don't show clean rolling in two hours late and then taking a nap and then eating something and then tearing stuff apart that he already built. It's like, there's reasons why I got a little pitchy. <laughs> and, and I also he don't... love him at all, but, you know, he's... he's... He's a little out there. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't think that people get to, like, it's a TV show. They have to make it interesting. They edit it however they want so things are not in real time. Oh, yeah, not at all. They so, edited out every nice thing I did. Yeah, I mean, it's like, you know, uh, two or three times a week we're bringing in ice cream and beer. They never showed any of that kind of stuff, but... Eh, whatever. <laughs> I heard, you know, I heard they edited... Bad guy, I'm more than happy to do it. There I you go. Jimmy... I heard Jimmy they edited out there was a scene where Cleve was sleeping and Cindy went up to him with an air horn and fucking rang it in his ear and he still was knocked out. <laughs> now that I would I, like to see. I looked for it. Uh, yeah, he's sleeping in the back room and I threw a brick of firecrackers on his lap and he didn't wake up. <laughs> oh my gosh. An air horn in his ear and he didn't wake up and that was actually in the pilot. They cut it out of the show though. That should have stayed in. It's hysterical. So I would have threw a brick at him. <laughs> Firecrackers. Absolutely. So let's talk a little bit about. Let's go. Okay, so Monster Man. It was a great show. Monster Man. We don't know if Monster Man's coming back or not, right? Uh, we, we haven't. We haven't been canceled. We haven't been picked up. So we just don't know what they're doing. You know, and I kind of think like when we shot the pilot, they left us sitting on it for like three or four months. Then middle of June, they said, "Hey, we're doing it in two weeks." So they kind of do it the last minute and. You know, everybody on the show would love to do it again. And I mean, like, you know, for all the fighting and whatever, the ribbing that I give Cleve right now, I mean, we are pretty pretty much one big family. And, you know, right. and like I said, Cindy and I, no matter what anybody in the, that watches the TV show wants to think, we, we love the halls. We love Cleve and Constance and all of them. And, you know, Cleve's like my brother, and I treat Constance like my little sister. And, you know, we really do love them. And, and if people just, if, if they want to think what they want from the way the show's edited together, then go ahead. But, but we'd love to do it again. Cool. I think like maybe we should start like a Facebook movement too to like, you know, make sure it gets picked up again. I think there is one. 
Oh, there is yeah, one. Okay. Uh, well, then I got to join it. God damn it. This is really pushing to try to get it going. Okay. I'm going to, like, here. look it up. Yeah. yeah. We'll yeah, put we our weight behind it. MonsterManFans.com, and I think you can send emails through that website. Okay, so, cool. Actually, I think my favorite two episodes of, of Monster Man, number one, my favorite episode is the Thomas Churchill Hollow Point episode because, number one, I thought it was the best, and number two, it had Thomas Churchill in it. <laughs> I actually objectively thought it was the best. I thought objectively, it was a good one. not even because our own Churchill was in it. And my second one was actually Devo, and that the fact that you got to do the video for Devo, like I thought that was a lot of fun. That video yeah, was thank cool. You very much. And, and you know, the thing is, that was the other thing is they didn't really show us Jerry Casale from Devo. He's he's probably one of my best friends in the world, and and we've known each other for seventeen years. And they really put it together like the way they did it, it was like almost like we didn't know each other. And I thought that was kind of weird too. Yeah, I thought that was weird too. Since I knew that you, uh, since I knew that you guys were really good friends, and that you were gracious enough to hook him up, and we interviewed him on the Jimmy Star show, so like we thought, like I, I thought that was a little bit weird too, knowing the relationship that you guys had. But I thought that the video that you guys did was freaking awesome. It was so much fun. It did Thank say you though much. that you guys like did that the um, I love that video the actual Devo hats for him back in the day. It did say that part on the show. Yeah, yeah, we've made all their props for seventeen years, and. Um, Really, really wonderful man named Brent Scribner. He did their stuff in the eighties. He he did the original hats and their their plastic characters and he passed away, you know, geez, almost twenty years ago and I took over after he did and um and you know, we've been doing it ever since. Yeah, yeah which I is think awesome. That was cool. So like I mean I thought a lot of the shows were pretty good. It was a short season with only like six episodes, so I was like really wanting more because it's almost like you were just really getting into it by the time it ended. And- yeah, no, I agree. I agree. It was it's the same thing with us shooting it. I, you know, they sh- they showed it pretty much in the order it was shot. You know, it was a little out of order, but but you, I think we were getting a lot more comfortable mm-hmm. in front of the cameras as the show went on. Right. Yeah. yeah I for think me, my episode was supposed to be number four originally, wasn't it? And Sci-Fi ended up loving it so much they bumped it up to two. Yeah, that was awesome. Like, I really did think, and I actually think the work that you guys did on The Werewolf was terrific, and I think uh, I think that they, that I guess it was called Monster Man, so a lot of it focused on Cleve, but I actually thought, like, everybody was really, like, like fun. Like, everybody, like, they should have showed everybody a little bit more. But I actually, Cindy, I think that you got gypped. I think they should have showed you a lot more, because, like, I think you're, you're, like, fun, and you're the whippersnapper. I think that's, like, terrific, and, like, I think that the they didn't use you. Yeah, like, that everybody's, every, everybody's got to have one. Every business has, like, somebody who makes sure, has to make sure everything gets done. And, like, hey, I, yeah. and I, I mean, <laughs> like, in our businesses, it's me. Yeah. <laughs> and it's real time. It's they like call the real me the world. Bulldog sometimes. <laughs> yeah, because it's got to be like real. And that's what makes the whole thing like real. Because, like, yeah, hello, this is fun. We're making like monsters. And this is a business. And in order to like, you know, make money, you have to actually like do things on time schedules and, and with the amount of funds that are available to do it. And everything has to be put together like a business. And I think a lot of people watching shows, you know, don't realize that all these things are business. Even the fact that you know if it goes for another second season, it all has to do with money. You know, is, right. is the station going to make money showing this show? Can they get advertisers? Can they get whatever it is that they need to get out of it to make the thing worthwhile for them? You know, right. and it's the same way when you're making monsters for movies. If you have a thirty thousand dollar budget, you know, and you spend fifty thousand of it, and you don't get it all done, like you lost money. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the thing that I think a lot of people don't realize is that. And that's what it comes down to is that a sci-fi channel can make make money off of the show. And, and I don't. I think a lot of people aren't realizing that that, that stuff built for very little money on the show. Um, you know, you're getting a lot of the clients that are on the show are, are smaller productions. 
because they want they want the advertising to you know they want the promotion to be on the show. I mean, if we did a bigger show for we do tons of stuff for Disney, but Disney would never let them show it on a, on a reality show. It's just the way it is. So I think I think a lot of people have to realize that that stuff's built in, in a very short time on a very small budget. You know, we're working doing the best we can with it. Well, and I love that about the show because like I think all the cool techniques like I really enjoy watching each show and as you go you like I was like amazed by how many different techniques go into each piece and as you go on watching the show it's like you see more and more and and I love that it's like the indie movies like I think that's a a really good um highlight of it I don't think that that detracts from anything like yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I, I definitely think that it's a lot more interesting working on indie films than studio films anyways. Yeah, I would think so, too. And it's like indie directors, and then you get in on, like, the new projects and the newest stuff coming out. And then, too, like, um, as these people... And you had, like, huge indie directors, you know, not, like, somebody you've never heard of on, on your show. No, and we've talked to... I mean, if we do go second season, I've talked to a lot of people. I mean, we definitely... And I literally just got off the phone with Insane Clown Posse a half hour ago, and they would love to be on, on the second season of it. They're really good friends of mine, too. I've directed stuff for them for about 12 years now. And I've talked to Joe Dante about being on the show. Um, you know, he'd, he'd be great on it. There's a whole just bunch of people that want to be on the show now. Yeah, that would be awesome. The fans would, like, go crazy for that one, too, for that yeah. episode. Actually, Joe Dante has that new movie. Well, I don't know if it's new, but he did that movie with the, about the whole... Yeah, we did the effects for that. Did you really? That is an awesome movie. I love that movie. That we has a clown in it. We did the father makeup, the the, the, the monster dad makeup. And froze our ass off in Canada for it. Yeah, did, it did, you, did you do the clown? Yep. Yeah, I had the, the clown. They show it on the show a lot. That's hanging in the next room right now. Oh, my God. You have to send me a picture of that. That shit fucking... I'm afraid of clowns, let me tell you. And that clown fucking freaked me the fuck out. Like, he should be. Yeah, well, you need to hang out with Insane Clown Posse then, man. Those yeah, that would freak me out, too, which I think that's, like, super cool that you have a good rapport and that you work with them and that you even wear their, like, logoed, like, necklace. Every time, every picture I see you and you have their necklace on, I think that's, like, what a cool well, promo for them. Yeah. You want to know why? They, uh, those guys, uh, they, they gave me a directing career. And I don't know if I had told you guys this before. I, I wanted to be, a, you know, at a certain point about 12 years ago, I decided I wanted to direct. So I took some money and I made a, an ICP video just on spec. I just made this video and I brought in a, a really good friend of mine, Steve Gaynor, who did as a music video DP. And I finished the video and it came out really well. And I sent it to ICP's manager, just just thinking, you know, they'd send me a T-shirt or something. And they hired me to direct a commercial for MTV. So I mean, a couple months later, I was directing a, a national commercial, and and then I got to build sets for them and direct music videos for them. And and, and I've directed four movies now, and it was all because of them. You know, for the rest of my life, I mean, I'll, I'll represent that Hatchet Man charm just for that. I mean, those guys really took a chance on me, and they're very good people and very nice people. And, you know, it kind of kills me when people are like, oh, it's the most hated band in the world, because I'll tell you, those are the fucking coolest guys in the world. I didn't know they were the most hated band in the world. We we had, um, oh, I can't think of his name. Kung Fu Vampire. Kung Fu Vampire on the Jimmy Star Show, and he was awesome as hell. And he was all about them. Like, he, well, they were in the same genre. Yeah, Juggalos, baby. Yep. Yeah, yeah they, he opens up for them, I heard. So I haven't seen him yet. But I, but I got to tell you that, that, that ICP, those are some cool motherfuckers, man. They're funny as hell. Actually, you should hook us up. We should bring them on the Jimmy Star show. Yeah, we definitely want them on the show. <laughs> they're going to be out in L.A. Uh, pretty soon. Right, right Roy? 
Yeah, I think so. I mean, we're going to yeah, be doing some stuff with them soon. So, I mean, I could, yeah, I could see what I can do. I could call their publicist and see, but I'm sure they'd love to be on the show. Yeah, I'd love to have them on the show. Like, I'm all about it. I was thinking about Kung Fu Vampire the other day because he's so glitchy. Like, his his tracks are so tricked out. Like, it's really, really good. And so this would be good. If you like the music, you'd really like his music, too. He has this, He's a bald dude, and he's got a picture of, like, he's got this T-shirt that's got blood dripping all over it like a vampire bitch you. It's awesome. Yeah. yeah, he looks like Anton LaVey. I saw a picture of him online. Yeah, he's yeah. like a really cool guy. He was one of our very first guests when the show just started two, like two years ago, and I yeah. was so excited to have him on. It was like really cool. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah, that is cool. So so let's talk about like – because like you've actually worked though on some big movies. I guess – you know, do you consider Joe Dante's The Hole? Like is that – like what do you call that? That's a studio movie or that's an indie movie? What do you call that? It's on my bold films who did Drive, um, you know, and, and we did Starship Troopers 3 for them. So – yeah, I mean, it was, it was probably a you know, $20 million movie. It's not huge, but it's not, not small either. But, I mean, we've done tons of stuff. We did all the superhero costumes for Sky High. We did Kurt Russell's costume. Oh, my God. I love that movie, Sky High. I am so gay. Now everybody's going to know I'm super gay. <laughs> Everybody already knows. <laughs> I yeah, love that know. movie, Sky High. I watch it all the time. I have it on DVD. I love the dude who plays the guy who flows the... Throws the he throws the fire he throws the fire I love that guy he's been in a ton of cool movies I forgot his name but he's like freaking awesome that is such a good movie. Hey Jimmy, you know, I got so- Bruce Campbell's job on that. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, did you really? I was at production waiting for a check and they were talking about a coach and they were describing him and I was just sitting there and the producers were there and I'm like oh you should talk to Bruce Campbell and I was like telling him what it was and showing him online who he was. Next thing you know awesome. he's cast. It, it was. So if uh, Bruce Campbell hears that, he owes me a fucking cheeseburger or something. Yeah, because I'm sure he has no idea that's what happened. I that's think cool. It is really though for like a. Di- it's a Disney movie. I think it's Disney. Is it Disney? Yeah. yeah. It's an awesome Disney. Movie. I I have a, a a thing to kind of like those dumb gay movies, but like Sky High and the Three Mighty Duck movies, I freaking <laughs> like love them. I like love them. I love them so much. And so just the fact that you guys like worked on it like is so cool. It's not oh, even we funny. We've done tons of stuff for Disney. I mean, we've done lots of Disney Channel movies. We did all the Halloween Town movies for them. And that's oh, actually, I love like, the Halloween Town high. movies. <laughs> yeah, and I'm trying to. What other? We did the big rubber octopus for Ed Wood. Oh uh, wow! Yeah, we done. Uh, what are the bigger things we've done? We did the Weird Science TV show for John Landis. That was really a lot of fun too. But over the last couple of years, probably the bigger things we've done is like Starship Troopers three, which was a blast. That was such a great thing to work on. I don't really know if fun. I even saw three. I don't know it's if really I did good. too. It's, like a, it's, it's a really good $10 million version of the first one. That's how I'll put it. But it, it's really, really good. You should watch it. Okay, a, I actually like, like it a lot. The first, the first Starship Troopers is one of my favorites, and then they came out with Starship Troopers 2, and I was disappointed. Third, one, third one's way better. It's more like the first one. It's got Casper Van Dien back. Yeah, oh, I like okay. him. Okay, I'm going to actually like get that. I'm going to get Starship Troopers. Actually, I'm trying to get Casper Van Dien on the show. Like, I've been tweeting to him. Oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> a nice guy too. We worked with him on. Uh, we did Modern Vampires with Rick Elfman. Um, that's what you should get on the show. You should get Rick Elfman. On yes, the show. we should get Rick. get Rick Elfman on the Write show. It down. That would be uh, awesome. We did, we did Modern Vampires with Rick, and uh, that's where I met Casper. And I've worked on. I think Casper was in another thing we did called Python for Sci Fi Channel too. So yeah, I think yeah, he, he was in that. I like those like dumb sci fi movies a lot. By oh, the way, well, okay, I'll give you the plug. Saturday night, uh, Jersey Shore Shark Attack and Sci-Fi Channel. We did the, all the practical effects for it. Oh my Yay! god! I just read about that too. I just read. I don't know where was I reading. I just read about about that on some place, some blog or something that that like sends me stuff for Twitter or something. Okay, it airs Thursday night. Uh, Saturday. Saturday. Saturday night. Yeah, that's okay. the one that Roy blew his face off on. Yeah, you know, that's <laughs> but Jersey Shore 
Jersey Shore Shark Attack, a uh, good friend of mine, Fred Olin Ray, produced it. And it's, I heard it came out great. I mean, I heard it's really, really funny. But it's Saturday night, uh, premiere, Sci-Fi Channel premiere. And That's we did so... Sharktopus and Swamp Shark. Oh, yeah, we do all kinds of them. We did Swamp Shark, Sharktopus, Monster Is, Wolf, is Swamp uh, Shark the one with Christy Swanson? Yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah, Swamp Shark, yeah, Christy Swanson. That, that has Christy Swanson and it has uh, D.B. Sweeney. Yeah, we did that one. I've seen it. Dude, I that's a good one. I actually, the last yeah. time we had you on the show, you mentioned Swamp Shark, and so like, I actually went out and bought it. Blockbuster was going out of business. It was five bucks and I bought it, and like I actually thought it was pretty good. It was way better than, than a lot of sci-fi movies, I thought. It was and good. a lot of practical stuff in it. Same thing, I watched Sharktopus the other night for the first time, and they show our shark had a lot in that. Like, any time anybody gets attacked underwater, it's a, it's a real shark head. And all the tentacles, close-up, those are all real, too. They're not digital at all. Oh, I have to see that one, too, then. Yeah, you guys I've did seen all every the, shark uh, one, but I haven't seen that one. Zombie Apocalypse, right? The Ving Rhames movie? Zombie Apocalypse with Ving Rhames. We did that one, too. We've done a shitload of sci-fi channel movies. Yeah, that is awesome. I've seen, like, every shark movie there is, but I think I haven't seen Sharktopus. I don't think I saw That's the only either. one I think I'm missing. Yeah, drink some beer with that one. <laughs> you didn't. You didn't by Actually, chance. It was really a trip. Is we were like, you know, laying around watching TV Saturday night, and we were flipping through the channels, and on the movie channel, Death Racers came on, which was a movie I directed with Insane Clown Posse, and it was just like I didn't even know it was on. It's the first time I've seen something I directed on TV by just like flipping the channels. That was a trip, man. That is cool. Wait, which movie? Death Racers. The uh, ripoff of uh, Death Race Two Thousand. Except it's I, when I made it. I, made it more like a video game called Twisted Metal. Um, okay. Insane Clown Posse drive around in an ice cream truck. Uh, there's a female team in a Lotus, and they call themselves the Vagina Mites. And, uh, that sounds right up our alley. It's all them like, out trying to kill people. Actually, that yeah, that does sound something like I would. You know, there's a movie, and I don't know the name of it. I was just wondering. If, uh, it's going to be hard to ex- It's like the shark, but the shark walks on land also. Rooftops. Super shark. What's it called? Yeah. Fred Owen Ray directed that. It's supposed to be really good. Oh, okay. Uh, no, it wasn't really that good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Rooftops. I've seen that one either. What's it yeah. called? I forgot what it was Rooftops. called. Uh, not Rooftop. Do you guys know what the movie Rooftop is? I get I get like blasted all the time. I have from to Rooftops. watch it once just because of I've all never this heard of it. Rooftops is like it's an eighties movie and it stars Jason Gedrick and it's about like people when they dance on the roofs. It's kinda like Yay. gangs and they do like dance offs on the roofs. <laughs> and, and like I like Yay. this movie a lot and and uh, and I like Jason Gedrick and everything, so like I get poked on it. But like he's calling me gay for that, but like he listens to Stevie B. <laughs> and I watch Lifetime. <laughs> and he watches, and he watches Lifetime. lifetime. <laughs> but have you guys oh, heard of this one called Iron Sky? Yes. Yeah, I heard it's really, really good. It's basically, I guess, at the end of World War II, the Nazis have a space program, and they have a moon base, and they retreat to the moon, and now in, like, 2018, they come to invade the Earth in flying saucers. Yeah, I heard about it, actually. A great idea for a movie. <laughs> <laughs> It makes me think of your website, which, by the way, like if anybody wants to know, they should definitely like check out your w- website, which is sodafx. Sodaproductions.net. Sodaproductions. S O T A Productions.net. I love yeah. the, the thing at the beginning where you have you with the laser eyes and the spaceship. Yeah. That's some bad shit. I love it. I think that's so much fun. It's very creative. It makes a good t shirt, too. So, like, out of all the movies that that you guys have worked on, like, do you have a favorite? Uh, most fun or favorite movie? So, I, I tell you, the, probably my favorite movie that I've worked on was Ed Wood. I, I love Ed Wood. 
you know, and, and any time, like, I feel horrible about, uh, <laughs> about like, Anything. working in this town, I put on Ed Wood, and it always makes me feel better, and, you know, I mean, it's like, I wish we could even be as famous as a guy that made movies that bad, but that's probably my favorite movie I've worked on. Okay. Well, funny was Death Racers, however. <laughs> yeah, Death Racers is probably the most fun to make, but the most fun effects-wise, we did the remake of Humanoids from the Deep for Roger Corman in 1996. Yeah. It was fun to work on. So, but, but yeah, Death Racers, I got to say, we, that was probably the most fun to make. Oh, and they have, like, all kinds of, like, at Target, I saw, like, they have, like, those, you know, when you buy those movies and it has several, like, of somebody's movies, like, in one for, like, $10 and there's, like, four movies on it or whatever? They did a, a Roger Corman one. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Which oh, is yeah. really and cool. It was really funny. We were at uh, Target the other day and they had uh, Children of the Corn 3, 4, 5, and 6 on Blu-ray all together. Oh. And we, we, did, we did 4, 5, and 6, which was pretty funny. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. That's cool. I actually like those Children of the Core movies, even Me though too. they're not really good. They're kind of creepy. I like uh, them. Yeah, we did for a long time. We did a lot of stuff for Dimension. We did like Prophecy two, three, and four, and Children of the Corn four, five, and six, and uh, Phantoms. We did a bunch of stuff for Phantoms. Just, that was before my time, so I don't care. Yeah, that was in the midnight. <laughs> but uh, the girl that's in the remake of Children of the Corn is hot. I haven't seen it. So. I mean, the latest one. Yeah, that's Barbara yes. Nedjelikova. No, 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 no. Oh. The black chick with the light eyes. I don't remember her. She was in. She's on Battlestar Galactica. I don't anyway. know. Well, you know, it's Naomi I, Watts was in Children of the Corn four, and then she she you know this is that, and then Children of the Corn five was uh, what's the name of the chick that was in Fast and the Furious two? Uh, oh, uh, Jordana Brewster. Yeah. No, she's that, she's in too. the first one. She's in the first one, not the second one. She's hot. She's hot. Oh, I can't even think of her name now. I did the costume design for Fast and, and I, Furious and too, and I can't even it. remember who's in it. I know who the dude, the dude is. Oh, She's it's really uh, Eva Eva Mendez. Yeah. Mendez, that's who it was. Okay. So she was in Children of Corn Five. Oh my gosh! Yeah. I don't like it when people like diss things of their previous work. Like, oh I, yeah, well you know Jennifer Aniston was in Leprechaun, and she like denies that. She won't even talk about it. It's like, wait a minute, what do you mean you deny it? You're right there. I know. <laughs> that was like... There you are, Leprechaun. That was like early Jennifer Aniston nose in Leprechaun. That's like Renee Zellweger. She's in like uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Am Candace I, oh, yeah, McClure. Yeah, that's her name. Which is, I think, a great movie. And so is Matthew McConaughey. She goes, that's right. not me. Yeah, yeah it is. <laughs> that's you. That's you and Matthew McConaughey. I think Candace, that's terrible, Candace though. McClure is the girl that was in uh, the remake of Children of the Corn. Because seriously, okay. like, it's like your career. You're dissing yourself. It's, Day too. it's all part of your career. And like everything has its place in time and history and everything. And personally, like for Leprechaun, like I freaking love Leprechaun to this day. So oh, I don't yeah, get any of that. Yeah, you should never be ashamed of any of the stuff you do. You know, I mean, we, I mean, we've done so much stuff. We, we started out working for Trauma. We did my, my business partner Jerry and I. Jerry and I started Soda together on Toxic Avenger two and three, and, and you know we were kids. But it was you know, and people make fun of Trauma, but you know what? They were shitload of fun to fucking make. We love Trauma. Here. Actually, we love Trauma. I mean, they're they're so dumb that I, I can't even stand it. That they're fun. They're so dumb that they're fun. That, yeah, we started out the way Soda started was Jerry and I did Toxic Avenger two and three. We moved out here and we worked for Roger Corman, and then we got on the Abyss for a year. And then after the Abyss ended, we we got a shop and officially started the company. Which I think awesome. they're so dumb. They're brilliant because, like, I think Lloyd Kaufman is brilliant. Like, there's so much social commentary and statement in those films. Like, I I love it. He was a great guest too. 
being one director to another director and then actually working for brain like geniuses like Tim Burton and uh James Cameron how how does uh how is that uh how was that experience being on those sets Cameron is unbelievable you know whatever you think of his movies is like well I don't like Titanic or I don't like Avatar that doesn't matter that's the movie he set out to make he's unwavering in his vision and he's one of those guys that he will not ask you to do something that, that he could not do himself. He could make that entire movie himself if he had 100 years. I mean, he could, he could do everything. He's a production designer. He can draw. He can paint. He can sculpt. He can shoot the movie. He's unbelievable. And, and I thought he was cool as hell. You know, the first day that I got on the Abyss, I was just a model builder. And I worked for uh, the Skotek brothers who had done the visual effects for Aliens for him. And I, I was in the model shop the first day. He came in and he said hi to me. And he goes, oh, are you the new guy that's working with the Skotaks? I'm like, yeah. And he was old friends with them because they had given his first job on, on That'll Be on the Stars. And he took me in his office and he showed me the storyboards. And I was nothing, you know, just a model builder. And I thought, wow, this is fucking cool that this guy's taking time out of his day to show me storyboards and everything. And, you know, Cameron, he's the bomb, man. He's the real deal. You know, cool. Tim Burton was uber cool to work with, too. I mean, he, he knows what he wants, too. I mean, that, those are probably two of the coolest directors I've ever worked with. That's interesting, too, because, like, you hear such, like, mixed things about Cameron, but actually, um, and, like, from the outside, you know, it can appear like he's a total dick. But when we actually talk with people who've worked with him, you know, in massively, um, you know, like, actually work with him, they all say the same thing, that, that he was awesome. Yeah, I mean, how can people think he's a dick? I mean, the guy's a genius, and he knows what he wants, and he expects everyone to care about the movie as much as he does and give 110% like he does. And I don't think that's a bad thing at all. You know, I mean, it's like, you know, you take a job out here, there's a lot of people out here that, that they slack off and they're lazy, and I think that's horrible. It's like, when we take a job, I mean, you really want to try your best on it. I mean, why, do you, why would you want to do something and do a half-assed job with it? And Cameron just has no tolerance for that. I mean, and that's the bottom right. line right there. He's just a perfectionist, and I think that's great. Yeah, I'm okay with that, too. Yeah, we're, we're like, total, like, give it 110 so I have a question then for Cindy. So, so Cindy, like, were you into like all this stuff before you met Roy, or did you uh, acquire it as like you met him and he was cool, and then you learned to like it, or did you like it already? And like, how do you like being in this business? Well, I was one of those weird girls that loved horror movies when I was a kid, and my dad is actually my dad is he just retired a few years ago, but he was a paramedic for the city. So that's how he would relax, is by watching slasher films. Mm. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> I like that guy. And, like, he would cheer. He'd like, hey, get, get those bitches out in the woods. They're having sex. They're going to die. And he, like, would root for the, the slasher. That's which, cool. Which, you know, makes him cool as shit. <laughs> so I was totally into it. And then I was actually working for one of Roy's friends. And then I met Roy. And then I got, you know. More into, into it. the shop life. Sucked into this world. And, like, what, and, what and is... it was magic, and the fucking fireworks went off, and all that fun shit, right? Right, and I got all Twitter-painted and girly and giggly, and, you know. That's so cute. <laughs> so do you, do you, like, what, did you have a favorite horror movie? Hollow Point. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> She's but, dead. no, I was totally all into it, and I, you know, right and I, we, the first time, like, we really got to talking is we bonded over my love of Army of Darkness. That's when he thought that the magic was there. There you well, go. I mean, it's just, Cindy and I, you know, on top of being a couple, we're best friends. I mean, that's really, you know, what it comes down to, you know, besides everything else. Is uh, Army of Darkness, like, your litmus test? Like, if if she didn't like that film, would you, like, say, I'm sorry, I don't think this is going to work? 
Oh yeah, yeah, of course. You know, there's lots of things that like most women don't don't get. Like I've encountered most women don't like Army of Darkness. They don't like the Three Stooges. I don't like the Three Stooges. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll give you that. I like the Three Stooges, and they, they don't like Clockwork Orange. Like most women hate Clockwork Orange. It's like really? that's a fucking like one of the best movies ever made. I love that movie. But, yeah. So there's like the test. You know, you've got to pass these tests. And, and Army Darkness is one of them, yeah. Oh, my God. I love A Clockwork Orange. Me, too. And I love Malcolm McDowell. Me, too. <laughs> I would think, like, women would really like that because there's a lot to look at in that film. We did a movie called Fist of the North Star, and, uh, and Malcolm McDowell was in it. And I used to do his makeup every day. And uh, he was also shooting Star Trek at the same time. Uh-huh. And uh, we'd talk about Star Trek, and I'm, I'm a big Star Trek fan. I love Captain Kirk. I love Captain Kirk. And then one day he comes in. And he says to me, he goes, hey, get, you know, I just got back from the set of Star Trek. Guess what I did? And I go, what? He goes, oh, I killed Captain Kirk this morning. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's hilarious. Awesome. I'm so mad. So, but he's, he's awesome, too, man. He was telling us all kinds of stories about when they had those things in his eyes for Clockwork Orange. He scratched his cornea and all kinds of shit. Yeah. Uh, I love Malcolm McDowell. I have to say, like, um... Uh, I've actually hung out with him a whole bunch of times. We've had him on the show. He's given me all kinds of cool shit. And my two favorite like experiences with like people that I really love are with Clive Barker and Malcolm McDowell. And so like I light up with with and both Lance of Henriksen, them. And Lance three. Henriksen. Well, like, that's why I have three. Churchill. Yeah. But uh, and, and Doug Bradley four. It's like it was four. great to work. And we did Gods and Monsters for Clive Barker. So oh, that's Clive, awesome. Clive produced uh, Gods and Monsters, and uh, we did all the makeups for that. For uh, um, why weren't you nominated for an Oscar for that? He submitted us for the Oscar, and the, the problem was we didn't get the the nomination because we didn't have enough screen time. Apparently, your makeups have to be on screen for X amount of time. So, so we uh, we kind of lost out on that, which sucks. Clive Barker, though, is the coolest fucker on the planet. I, I kid you not. Like. Like I actually spent like like four hours straight with him, and like he actually like made this cool ass drawing for me and put it in like a in one of his books and gave it to me, and like it was like the most surreal experience. Like I was so excited from it, and Malcolm McDowell's the same way for me. Malcolm McDowell, and Clive Barker, Lance Henriksen, and Doug Bradley. Those are like my four. Those are my four favorites, and then Tom Churchill. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. And I don't even make the cut. God damn. <laughs> those are awesome. Well, you guys got to come out and hang out with us. We got to get together, man. I can't wait to meet you guys. Absolutely, we're going to be coming soon too. I think because things are things are going really well all the way around. We definitely want to uh, come out they're and gonna meet. Be working on Hollow Point as well, Roy. Oh, excellent! I'm doing wardrobe, baby. You make the best shirts. Like Tom wears those shirts over here. I'm so jealous. I'm going to have to like hook you up now. I actually have your phone number and your email because I got it from Tom to do this interview. So like, I'll send you some pictures and stuff in the next week or two, and we'll see what we can do. And if I don't, send me an email reminding me. Yeah, for sure. And we'll like we'll see what we can do because I think you'll like my shit. I'm making. Wait till you see. I got these new hoodies. You'll rock it because you're bold and unafraid. Which like that's how you got to be when you wear Jimmy Star clothes. Like balls to the wall. Absolutely. That's it. Balls I, deep. I, yeah, I wear some pretty crazy stuff, so you don't have to worry. I, I go around wearing a, I wear a Seven Eleven smock all over the place. They, that's on the show too, but they made me cover up the logo. Which that is so cool. Like I love that. Jimmy Starr has. Like, I have a reworked. cool Seven Eleven work shirt that I reworked with skulls and stuff all over it and and Ooh, shit cool. like that. And I have a Kentucky Fried Chicken manager shirt that I wear. That's why I love Kentucky Fried Chicken. I, I love that. Kind of, I, I would love like that. Crack. So I wear the KFG <laughs> shirt around. 
Yeah. I think that's cool as shit. Pop culture. Yeah. All about it. I'm all about it. Well, I think you guys are like awesome. I'm so happy everything's going. I hope your uh, Monster Man show gets picked up. And if it doesn't, like, you'll continue working on great shit anyway. You guys, like, totally rock. I think you're, like, the backbone. So much fun. Cindy, I'm so glad you're on the line with us today. And uh, I think it's awesome. We get to set the record straight for the fans. That's right. We get to set the record straight that you're... You're crack- I mean, no, not really. <laughs> sure you are. Uh, I have to say, I hung out with Roy and Cindy numerous occasions, and they are probably, I would say, family to me now, and they're great fucking people. Absolutely. Well, thank you. Yeah, I always told everybody that, you know, you know, when the show aired, we'd go from being those two assholes to those two assholes from that fucking show. So, <laughs> yeah, I guess it worked out good. <laughs> See, Tom's on my good list. I let him in my house and cook for him. So, you're on the good list, Tom. There you oh, go. that's great. That works. And the whole thing she with TV is, oh my God, if they're talking about it, amazing. it's working. That's true. If they're talking about it, it's working. Totally. And, uh, I, I, because I've been involved with lots of different reality TV things, like I know that the editing gets like totally like screwed anyway. So like when I was watching, I was like, oh, they're really like fucking editing this shit fucked up. <laughs> but it's right. good for controversy good. for it's the good show. It's good for controversy for yeah. the show. Um, I that. think I think they should have you cracking the whip more. So in season two, if you get brought back, Cindy, I think you just fucking you just start walking around with one. You could like come in in a full latex outfit one day with like a cool mask that you guys made and just start like whipping, like with an actual whip. And what would I wear at home? <laughs> well, then you wouldn't have to change. You're a witty bitch too. You'd be all set. <laughs> So everybody, nobody went and got me one. I was quite disappointed. <laughs> absolutely terrific. Everybody needs to to uh, check out sodaproductions.net. Net. Sodaproductions.net. Go ahead, Tom. What is the website if uh, fans could go and try to get Monster Man back on? Monstermanfans.com. There you, there you go. go. So if you guys want to bring Monster Man back, which we know you do because... We want Monster we Man. We want Monster Man back. And uh, go to MonsterManFans.com, sign up, let's get him back on the air, and that way we can have Roy and Cindy come back on the show a whole bunch of times. We and maybe have Bill. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm lying. I miss those petty, petty paychecks. There you go. <laughs> I like it too. I like it. I think it's good for you guys. We want to thank you guys for coming on the show. We will definitely be in touch. And uh, if you need anything or you got anything to promote, please don't hesitate to contact us. So we'll have you on anytime. All right. Thanks, guys. All righty. Have I'll a see good you one. Guys tomorrow for lunch. All right. <laughs> Bye. Have a Bye. good one. We want to thank everybody for tuning in to the Jimmy Star Show. We had a blast. Make sure you go to dynapep.com. Get your 50 cent coupon to save 50 cent on a Dynapep. And uh, remember, Dynapep hits harder, lasts longer. No sugar, no carbs, no crash. Oh, we got cool. great shows coming up next week. Follow me at Dr. Jimmy Starr on Twitter, at Thomas Churchill on Twitter. Check out Churchill Productions, at Drew Albright on Twitter. Yep. And go to HallowPointMovie.com. Thanks, everybody. Peace out. Churchillproductions.com. Bye, everybody. Get late tonight, you need your